0: Georgia, why did you not react when I get a... <laughs> The polka dots, I love it. But my, the, I got the full drag on, girl. Look at this. I got these curls, and yes, I am sitting in the closet because that's. unlike you know, and, and Tom. This is like the best acoustics in my house, or so this is my studio. I sit in the closet because all my clothes absorb. All... <laughs> How you say when you get when you get some more money, then I'll do better. But yeah, so this is the studio. So, But it's hot in here. So no, this is not my hair, obviously. But so this is, this, I've been having this wig like a million years, never never worn it. And so I was like, oh, that wig looks like um, Barbara Stanwyck's, those tight curls and everything like that. And I think I was secretly channeling, well, I don't use that word, but I had her in the back of my mind when I bought this wig. And so I also have these props I'm going to refer to. So Georgia, look at this dress. Well, all of y'all, oh, if y'all want to look at, it. I know <laughs> never worn, never worn, got it on clearance sale, and I just just never had a chance to. M- but I know in the back of my mind, I had Stella Dallas because this dresses are like about seven years old, and never worn it. I know I had it in the back of my mind when I bought this dress. Yeah, you
1: were thoroughly channeling Stella mm-hmm. Dallas when you did that. Love the polka dots, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I,
2: I think you need like a white ermine stole. Yeah. You need like some more flowers. You have to add you know, that, that dress is way too plain. It I is. Need <laughs> to, like bracelets. You need to oh. jazz it up. Yeah. You Wait, need let's to dress, see. Dress, don't dress, Don't dress. tell
0: me that, honey. Don't tell me that. I got the bracelet. Look. <laughs> I got them. I got them wear You should them right
2: wear, them. You oh should wear them. Absolutely.
0: I, I look. That's the look. I got these like so. That's oh, the God. the form. Of, I'm so conservative now. I mean, George, Georgia knew me when I used to dress. Uh, I used to you know really dress. And George, I was still conservative then. But oh my gosh, I was. It was like a one woman Gras float. It was ridiculous. So <laughs> here's so here's the ruffles. Uh, I I don't know if you said. So I love that. I'll raise it up a little bit. So I'll show the audience too. That's ruffles these are ruffles and so I was like oh my gosh I'm Stella Dallas minus the kids and the husband this is damn crazy <laughs> I've lost my mind <laughs> so I will refer to that So,
2: but I have to say I love that the community still thrives like there's tons of these little groups out there so clearly people love it you know right. and that's awesome
0: oh, right no I'm sorry this thing always stops up um, no you're you're absolutely right we we um and then you know I, we didn't get into to it too much because uh, we like I said we try to say we're from politics and blah 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 but um with I don't Hollywood's never going to be the same you know whether you think that's a good or a bad thing but with the writer strike the um the actor strike I mean what what do I think do you now let me ask you this do you all think that older people will fall back more to the older content or do you think it'll fade away or it's just going to stay where it is
2: i'm very biased i've always loved the old movies um i that's just what i grew up on the late late movie you know i just fell in love with them i just think i'm biased in that way but what i love is like you know channels like this where you're still talking about them and you're talking about how they can be relevant to a new audience so even if a younger person has never heard of barbara Stanwyck, they might see, okay, well, this th- there's a message to this movie that might resonate with me now. So I think it's great what you guys are doing, and mm-hmm. and all these other communities that are keeping it relevant, keeping it, you know, uh, before new generations, which which makes it live. You know, I, I I like movies of all kinds, but I'm really particular to those old classics. I just love them. I will watch them all the time. Right. Those are my like go-tos. You know, forever. Yeah.
0: yeah and i mean i i don't even know if hollywood has the ability to make you know cuz obviously it was different and so this is we should be talking about this online but you know this we, we can bring it back up again but um i don't know can you know like the old saying you can never go back home do you even have the ability to make those type of movies anymore I don't know i i i don't know it was just a different time i guess i don't know it would
1: just take a combination of some really great producers that have some good vision and to find the acting and the story writing it has to be a combination like that Mm -hmm. where you have that same sensibility and wanting to deliver the same kind of messages
2: Yeah, and I think, you know, the studio system, I mean, it was a machine, it was a factory. They were churning out product every week. Um, it was a different approach to movies. So I don't know if, it, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever go back to that. I don't think anybody would want to go back to that. But they churned out some good movies.
1: Sure did. A lot of treasures and gems.
2: Now, do you guys revert to Avatar for the live, or do you use your camera, or how do you guys
0: usually do it? Yeah, we usually go back to the, to the, um, I raised my camera up a little bit, back to the Bitmojis, um, okay. so, and I put all this on for you guys, and I'm like, maybe the audience should see it, I don't know, I'm torn, because it is weird, and I take it off, like, a, uh, not the wig, but <laughs> I go back to the, to the bit. I start like this, then go back to the Bitmoji, but since, I'm gonna go back to Bitmoji, because I told Georgia I would, but Georgia, so oh. next time we will plan accordingly and and prepare ourselves that sounds good georgia because like i said that we we, we should have planned this out but you all y'all can do whatever y'all want so georgia what do you want to do you want me to just do this and go back to bitmoji you can stay in your bitmoji
1: i think i'll stay how i am okay all right so I, think
2: people, I think people need to see the work. I, I think <laughs> they, i think <laughs> you're doing your, your audience a disservice by not letting <laughs> <you're> them <laughs>
3: That
0: you should, comp, you should trademark that. I think people need <laughs> to see the wig.
3: <laughs> get it on a mug. You're doing them a disservice by not showing them
2: the
0: wig. <laughs> right, and the, the dresses. and the yes. stuff. Yeah, yes. they have to see that yes. in this. So I'll do that, then we'll go back. Although
2: I, at some point, I want to see you
0: come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. That's like the best joke ever. I got that off. Right, right, right. I'm going to get it out. 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 Right. I was going to do it, but I said I don't know what kind of audience we (laughs) (laughs) have. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well. uh Hey, yeah, we did it. (laughs) Oh, no. No, I didn't do it. There we go. Okay, the button hit it, so hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life, and there's Georgia, and <laughs> Georgia, you're freaking hilarious, so there I am, too. <laughs> Georgia, did you have a, a change of heart at the last minute? <laughs> Live TV, y'all live tv (laughs) so this is this is how we someone look guys so we have some guests and i hope we don't scare them off (laughs) our first guests and we scare them off the first time so we have ultimate fashion histories norman bellinger and tom tom i'm gonna butcher your name tom say your last name for me uh
3: my last name is tom malum
0: tom malum and we guys we're gonna have Mm -hmm. a great time of day yes stella dallas is our movie for today, and we have some experts on fashion and trivia. So again, I'm Moya, and I'm Georgia. Yes, and we are so excited to be here. We can we are gonna so this 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 broadcast might run a little bit long, guys, because um, we just have a lot of great information for you all, and just we're just always here. The two girls looking for some fun, and we found two guys to go <laughs> along with us. And so um, I've never been on camera before. And no, it doesn't match my bitmoji. So through Tom and Norm and George's, and uh, uh, they're they they're you know they're an inspiration and pushing me along. Because it's Stella Dallas, I don't know if you can see. Because like yes, I do broadcast from inside my closet, and it has the worst lighting. But I might put my phone up. That might make me look worse. But I have those pin curls that Barbara Stanwyck wore in in my hair. This this is. Bouncing and behaving here. Y'all remember that commercial? I have that. And behind me is some inspired... Wait, I got to do this. Yeah, there we go. Some inspired wardrobe. This, so this is actually my dress, guys. This is actually my dress from... Um, I, I bought it years ago, like I was telling the rest of the crew. I know Stella Dallas was in the back of my mind when I bought this dress. Here's my ruffle shirt. Love this shirt. Here's another ruffle shirt. With um, let, let's hold it up because you can't see. It's black, and I also it has guys. I didn't show you. It also had it's see-through, so I'm extra. I'm an extra bimbo and floozy. It's see-through and it has ruffles, and it has cherries on it. So I was ask. I'm asking for it. I want all of it. So, so I know. That I, I would love this in a whole dress, like the uh, sheer dress with the ruffles and everything. So all of that is going to make sense to you who know about Stella Dallas, our 1937 classic from Barbara Stanwyck, that all his ruffles and polka dots are going to make sense in a moment. So before we get into the movie, going to start off with Norman. Norman, tell us about UFH, Ultimate Fashion History.
2: Um, so I found UFH on YouTube um, some years ago, about three or four years ago, um, just looking for content. I love fashion. I love history. I love movies and any combination of all of those things. And I found uh, Amanda Halle Heath's um uh, Ultimate Fashion History channel on YouTube, and I just fell right in love. I just really enjoyed her. She does lectures, uh, you know, straight on lectures about fashion history, which are very informative, and also has a lot of fun with like movies and different uh, icons. And so I, you know, grew to love them. I ended up befriending her through social media, and uh, joined the UFH uh, Facebook page, and and now an administrator with Tom. And it's been a great fun. It's it's, uh, it's a it's a lot of fun to be part of that for sure.
0: And for those of you who don't, we're gonna try to pull up their page. Um, I did find it. Here it is, and we're gonna share just a little. So this it's it's an army of these just fun folk, and it can, you can find everything online for good or bad, can't you? But it's it's an army of fun folk who want to keep. That gorgeous time in our history about fashion, especially Hollywood, and um, for Stella Dallas, we're going to get into that. They had one of the one of the best of all time um, designers from that period who did the move, who did the uh, fashion, and the fashion. You really have to know how to do fashion to to make floozy work. And, I, and make, me, make me go buy a floozy dress, like hypnotize me <laughs> subconsciously to um, do that, to buy that dress. So, Norman, um, I'm going to scroll whilst we're um, doing that and on the page and just talk a little bit. And is this Kay Francis? Oh, my gosh. I'm obsessed with her. Oh, my gosh. So, so tell us a little bit about the page. And, um, Tom, you jump in at any time, too. <coughs>
2: Yeah, go ahead, Tom.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, No, I'll let let you go, Norman. (laughs) Moya caught me off guard Oh, I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) It's
2: okay. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Um, So we're moderators, so people post, you know, what they want to show on the page, and we, you know, talk about it a little bit and approve it or, you know, have a discussion about it. And it's really interesting. I like the fashion movie history. I kind of focus on that and... Um, every Friday, I put out like a film fashion Friday post of a, something that I enjoy. But you can see from some of the posts that it's, it runs the gamut. Anything that's historical fiction, we have people that um, you know love Kay Francis, or they love the like, thirties, or they love you know, the Civil War era, or they love bustles or whatever. There's there's a group for every you know uh, everybody gets to post what they like. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Conversation about fashion um, and i that's the part i particularly enjoy i like that a lot yeah and
3: then just a bit of history um, amanda how- amanda halley heath who norman kind of referenced she was the one who started the whole how to UPH get the most of
1: grammarly free because she was Kayla,
0: a on behalf of grammarly to tell you all- college,
3: uh, fashion school in manhattan and what she was doing was her kind of idea was like, this information should be available to everyone. So Those she started now, yard, posting likely. her lectures online to YouTube. You you and then, you, you know, the YouTube page the became the, you... the Facebook page. And then, you know, now we're at, I think we're at right. like 12,000 people on the Facebook page. And I think we're almost at 100,000 people on the YouTube page. And um, again, unfortunately, Amanda, I don't know if you've mentioned way, is, but Amanda me. passed away earlier this year of cancer. And, you know, Norman and me and the other admins are trying to keep that legacy alive but really again the point of the UFH is just to share anything really fashion history, pop culture, movies that you like, just you know to kind of keep that conversation going.
0: Wow, I I love those numbers. So so that gives George and I hope, and not just for us particularly, but because you know, there are people, there, there's more people like us. You know, and that's how I feel when I find these groups that, you know, you don't feel, look at Kay France. So, guys, those of you who are going to be listening to our audio um, podcast, don't forget how we upload the audio version of this um, next, it'll be next Saturday at 11 a.m. So, that's why you got to join us live so you can see what we're talking about. But, um, it get, you know, when I found you guys and I found... the the YouTube channel, you know, because sometimes I don't know about you and and Georgia, you know, you feel like man, am I the only people who look like how many people, you know you're not, but how many people actually look at this, you know, look at, still love these movies and these old stars, you kind of feel like you're out there by yourself, but um, so when I found you guys like, oh, like this is my tribe, you know, they, they know if I say K. Francis, they know if I say this person or that person, and then y'all know people that I've never heard of. So I get reintroduced or get introduced rather to them. So, and I am stopping on K. Francis cause look at this haircut. Can I click on this? So those of you who are, um, online, I don't know if you, okay, girl, you better, you better stop. She was, so she was the, she was the, to me. So they really said, and, and Tom, I don't know if you heard this. Cause I know you like the, the trivia person. She was really like the first movie star star, glamor star, uh, of, of back in the day. Would, would you would it, or would it be Mary? Cause Mary Pifford wasn't really, and other people, they weren't really had the full package. They were kind of coquettish, but would you say she was, this, this, this woman preceded like the Joan Crawfords and such of the world.
3: Well, I was going to say again at Warner Brothers, I'm pretty sure she was she was Betty Davis before Betty Davis was a thing, from my understanding.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Like she was she was the original. Okay. Kind of.
2: And I think you can definitely see a lot of Kay Francis mannerisms in Betty Davis's early stuff. I feel like she really borrowed from uh, Kay as a mentor. You couldn't choose a better one. Mm. Uh, I think you know she chose well. And and Kay wore beautiful clothes. She wore clothes oh beautifully. God. And that was part of her thing. Um, Another thing about UFH that I love is that, you know, there's lots of younger people on who've never heard of Kay Francis, but they will they're willing to talk about it and discover and go watch the movie or at least appreciate from a fashion standpoint how, you know, we didn't invent everything. You know, there were people that came before us that that, you know, made a lot of things very popular that we still find you know, attractive today, we still find interest in today. So right. that's one of my favorite parts about the channel is that it brings uh, this stuff to to new generations and, and crosses you know a lot of different audiences. So that's awesome.
0: Right. And to your point, what I have on screen now, you have Reese Witherspoon. I don't know who these little girls are, but anyway, <laughs> you have her. Look at look, she's this is the Veronica Lake, totally channeling that. Then we have this look with the with the tight curls at the back. So all of this is old Hollywood glam. Animal print that's never gonna go anywhere. I I, I don't I love animal print. I don't care if it's tacky. I was for Cruella Deville in 101 I was like, girl, you get that coat. <laughs> you get that coat by any means necessary. Cause who the hell was gonna have a Dalmatian coat? Nobody. So sorry, so I'm sorry, Peter. Don't come for me, Pete. I'm sorry, you dog dog lovers. But you know that I've been a killer coat. But um, and so when you connect, like you guys were saying, the old with the new, because these so Pinterest and Instagram, they'll put this up there. You know, and that's where all the kid, the cool kids are. You know, Pinterest and Instagram. And so they will channel all of that. And so you're right. That will never ever go away. Look at this. Okay.
2: One thing I just want to add to that is Amanda's catchphrase um, was that fashion is never an island, it's always a response. Right. And so I think, yeah, and I think that when you look at those videos, you look at, you see that fashion's constantly referencing itself over and over again and understanding sort of, and you guys talk about this too, like what is the relevance? What is the social relevance of this? Why this? Why now? Right. What is it bonding to? And I think that's a great way to look at, you know, history, when we look back, it's like, it it continues to echo even today. You'll see references. If you know your history, you'll see it repeat. You'll see the reference return back again. And that's always exciting.
0: Yes, absolutely. And I remember this movie. I forget the name of it. Uh, He was a thief. And, and he made, say it again.
2: Dual robbery.
0: And y'all, this is scandalous. Okay. So Y'all tell what? What did he do? What is he offering these people to get them chill so he can rob them? Can can we say this, or is that a spoiler?
2: He gives them special cigarettes <laughs> that put them in a very <laughs> subdued kind of mood, uh, and is able to kind of get away with whatever he wants. Um,
0: a little Latin lettuce, a little Acapulco artichoke, if you will. A
2: blend of tobaccos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: why i love pre-code because this is such a people use the word diva move or whatever but only k francis and joan and some other divas She like you think you the one but look at me honey and i and i remember this outfit because i was like well, when i grow up i want to wear this now where i'm aware god only knows but who look at this oh my gosh so she and but so to your point she's going back because um tom or, or norman let me know isn't this almost like a m- medieval kind of kind of um uh, cut not with maybe not with the shoulders drooping but that but that um you can't really see it That are very loose and you have look like a belt just to cinch it a little bit i don't know the, i don't know my time periods but to me that's what yeah look at that look at the craftsmanship on this
3: yeah, I could see, I could see it being medieval.
0: Okay. Yeah. And look at yes, the.
2: Hair. Some those sleeves. The sleeves definitely have sort of like a, almost like a, a Tudor thing going oh, on. that They turn and they bell out, and, uh, and the fun thing about the movies too is seeing the clothes move. Yes. I think that, that adds to it because like the stills are lovely, but when you see the movie, you actually see the clothes move, oh, and how they respond to movement. That's that's a lot of fun.
0: And look at the and uh, and so people who are against fur, you know, close your eyes or whatever. It, it was fake for guys. It was fake. It was fake. But look at the fur. Look at this collar, Georgia. So Georgia, where could a woman wear this? Like, if we said the hell with it, I'm wearing this. We not in Texas because you'll melt. But like when we had the fur, oh, I should have brought up my picture. this, so I have I have a f- fake fur and I love it. Um, and I, I think it's. I don't even know what kind of fake fur it is. How you have a fake fur? Any kind of fake fur it is. But anyway, I have a full length fake fur, and so when it froze in Texas, Georgia, it was that, about two, three years ago. Girl, I couldn't wait to put that fur on, that fake fur on, and go outside. And I, I can't even fit it anymore, <laughs> but I like cinched it because <laughs> i was like, what else am I wear? But Georgia, like, where could a broad who does just just doesn't give a darn where could she wear this? What's a good? Place? I would
1: say. A haute couture Parisian fashion show.
0: Oh, well, those happen all the time. You're, yeah, there's one next week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's where I would say oh. she could wear that and be. You could
2: show up to the Piggly Wiggly and make quite a scene in this. Uh, <laughs> in <that. laughs>
1: oh
0: my gosh. That is too funny. And look how, look at the drape on. I like this actress. Um, She, she plays a good witch, rhymes with. Uh, uh, you know the other word. She always plays a good. Look at the drapes. So this is this is like that negligee. Do y'all think this is like that negligee that look that kind of became popular in the uh what was that like fifties early sixties when Elizabeth Taylor wore it on cat with Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? But don't do y'all think that's like that negligee look? They
1: had these fabrics that would just drape and flow and kind of cling to the body, and they were cut on the bias. Mm-hmm. And so they were like fluid that just rippled down the body. And I love those designs, the way they did those. Because the person who did that really loved the female form. And I think it is such a lovely, classic, timeless look. And it has sex appeal on steroids is oh, what I think. Yeah.
0: And you had to have the body, didn't you? This girl. You ball, had to have
1: the body. She <laughs> may
0: wear, she may weigh a buckle one wet. But she, but she's not emaciated. Look at the, look at the curves, and look well, at this. And
2: I, I think the fun part is, is like there's some underpinning going on in there that is so discreet. Yes. That you don't know it. So I mean, yes. she's she's harnessed in there pretty good, <laughs> but it looks like very free, very negligee, very naked almost. But yes. she's she's got some serious underpinnings going on in there and right. a well constructed. Hollywood costume. There was there's some stuff going on behind the scenes there,
0: <laughs> and they and so you know everything because it was a studio system, so everything was in house, and so they they had your measurements from the router to the tutor. So they they you're right. You were it was very discreet, and you weren't gonna jiggle unless they wanted you to jiggle. But that yeah. So I I I can agree with that. But it's very very discreet. And so we're talking about um, the clothes, but look at this. You could now, you now you could put this in your home now, and you know you need that. If you, I don't know what kind of home you need to have. I wouldn't put it in a dorm room kind of type home. But look at look at this. So what we're showing, guys, is this. What is this, guys? This is a lamp with some kind of teardrop. Uh, what is that? It's like
2: a beaded lamp, and it looks. I think I've seen the same lamp in Rhoda's apartment uh, right. in the, the Mary Tyler Moore show Get out of or here. something. You know, because I think the 70s re- revamped and re- retook a lot of the 30s and it 70s did. like design ideas. And so this lamp you would probably see in a shop in the 1970s as well, um, I think. You know, it's really interesting.
0: No, it really did. And look at this. Is this maybe, I'm saying Louis the 14th ish but I, like I said, I'm not a historian. But for those of you who can't see so it's that really fancy French with the upholstery probably in some kind of silk or fine fabric with the with the that work on there that's escaping me. I know you guys know what maybe the Rococo period maybe, but it's really ornate with the curly cues and such. And I I remember hearing that the studio they would not buy fakes or reproduce like they if they could get the real deal they would buy spend like exorbitant. And this is during the Depression, guys that they um, would buy this stuff because they, the studio heads, you know, they competed with other studios, but they wanted, it was escapism during this time. So when the audience went, you, you projected yourself onto these people. So they had nothing but the finest. So look, look back here. My granny had these, um, these, these curtain not these curtains, but something like this in her home. And she had a so certainly had a pink, we used to call it the pink path, or she had a sofa like this. So I grew up with this stuff and it's gorgeous. Let's see what else we got. So, yeah, so Tom, to your point, we can see that better now. Yeah, this is definitely either that Tudor period we're looking at, or maybe around that time with Kay Francis has on. Gorgeous. Look at the hair absolutely gorgeous. Okay, we didn't even start talking about the movie. Let me get off y'all page. So, I'm warning you guys, if you go on UFH's page, this is what's going to happen to you. You're going to be scrolling, scrolling and then if they they're going to have one of your favorite uh stars on there, and then then you're you're hooked. And then you're going you ain't going to do nothing the rest of the uh the rest of the freaking day. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to I'm with you,
1: boy. I was I just wanted to keep looking at it, looking at it. I couldn't Hard to draw myself away from it. Great job, guys.
0: So what's Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I guess we should start talking about Stella (laughs) Dallas. About Stella Dallas.
3: So can I start with a confession? I, I was, I was a TCM kid. I will watch any like Alfred Hitchcock movie, anything with Betty or Joan. But until, um, you all, um, approached me about this, I had never seen a Barbara Stanwyck movie.
0: Oh wow! Cool. Mm-hmm.
3: So I did, like, a mini crash course. Like, I watched the Barbara Stanwyck original 1950s Titanic yes. and Golden Boy, and then I watched um, yes. Stella Dallas. So I, you, you got me onto something good.
0: <laughs> so tell tell us what you thought about the evolution of Barbara, because this is really good in your eyes mm-hmm. to see her go from the first movie you saw all the way, and, and Georgia, Tom, before you said that, so let me just really quickly, I don't know, so Tom, this is way before your time, but Georgia and Norman, do you remember her in the Thorn, bur- thorn Birds where Richard Chamberlain, and how much of a controversy that was? Oh, God. Tom, I don't know, have you ever heard of the Thorn Birds? It was a, mo- it was a book turned into like a miniseries, have you ever heard of that?
3: I'm vaguely familiar, aren't they like in Australia or something like that?
0: That's just the least of it.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chamberlain plays a priest who, you know, is the love interest of this Barbara Stanwyck, who plays a much older woman. Um, and there's oh. a two babies, a fantastic scene. Tom, first of all, I just have to backtrack and say I'm absolutely shocked. Like, I can't. I really can't get over it. I, I'll cry. I'm i outside, having a hard time accepting it. You have to see Babyface. Like as soon oh, as we stop you have to see baby face i would love to talk to you about it because i think you'll get a kick out of it more than anybody else i know so you have to do that um but yeah the Thornbirds is fantastic it's well worth watching it's quite dramatic like there's a scene where she confronts him that is just blows you away um she's an actress to the very last minute uh, of her life she was incredible
0: so tom go look that up i don't i don't know if it's anywhere man, in Georgia we and guys we can get back together and, and do the thorn birds oh my gosh we did baby face um actually we actually did a video it's on our youtube channel with baby face we took that sucker apart put it back together and, and together again and took it took it back apart because we was like oh my gosh how did this movie get made but Tom tell us what did you think about the evolution of Barbara Stanwyck or Ruby that's her real name Ruby I forget her last name but tell us what you th- thought about the evolution of her She's
3: so interesting because she seems again, this is gonna sound kind of cliche, but it's true, she does seem like kind of a cross between Betty Davis and Joan Crawford to me because she has that kind of like Betty Davis uh like she's committed to the bit. Like yeah. she yeah. she does not hold back. But then she also has a lot more of the kind of Joan yeah. glamour about her.
0: No, you're spot on. You're spot on. Um Norma Norman, I saw you shaking your head. Did do you think Tom has it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, But also, like, she's one of those actresses that can sell you anything. And I find this movie incredibly corny. If you're a diabetic, do not watch this movie without your insulin pen handy. It's just so over the top. But you buy her. I buy her in her movies. Like, I believe she's committed, like Tom said, she's committed 100%. And I feel... Just with her face, with her eyes, in those last scenes, it's just—it's she's terrific, and and I will, I believe everything that she's in, pretty much, honestly.
3: And I I was gonna say, I was not prepared for how intense this movie was gonna be. Like, it makes Mildred Pierce look like Mary Poppins. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes, I I was thinking about Mildred Pierce. I was like, Mildred who? I was like, good googly goop. Yes, yes.
2: Except Anne Shirley's so cute. She's so oh, sweet.
0: He, yeah. Oh, she, she really, and and I thought about that Anne Shirley's character, um, Lolly versus Vita, um, the other girls' um, character. Just we could do a whole show on that. You know, what a little witch! Oh, is not she horrible? Oh, we, I'm not I, gonna go off into that. Go ahead, talk. Yeah,
3: Vita would eat Lolly alive. I feel like. <laughs>
2: Ruffles and all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She would be like, You little idiot. Your father's paid, girl. Bye. Like, (laughs) mom. I
2: think it's funny, too, because there's a dress that Lolly wears for her birthday. That her mother had made for her that looks a lot like the dress that Vita refused to wear <laughs> that her mother bought with all the ruffles like ruffles who's gonna wear ruffles, but it Shirley wears it very gladly. So that shows shows you something about the difference of those two characters.
0: No, no, that that is so funny. So now I got to go back and watch I could look, look at Mildred Pierce like a million times and we haven't done that one yet. Um, cause on this channel, we try not to do the ones that everybody knows, you know, we, we try to pick them here and there. Um, but yeah, when we do Mildred Pierce, we, I'm going have my wine and, um, just, just try not to curse and everything. So, so I know we, y'all, we all going to get to Stella Dallas, but did you all see the, what's her name? The English girl's name, the girl who played Rose and, um, Titanic. Did y'all see her? Oh. Uh, Kate version. Winslet. Yeah, did y'all see her version of Mildred Pierce? And if you did, what did you think?
2: It was much closer, much more faithful to the original, the book, which was really stark and a real um, commentary about capitalism and and sort of like living in the Depression. And and the movie, you know, took it and did a whole another number on it. It's a completely different beast than it than the novel. So. it's very different to compare like a a very faithful adaptation to this movie the the movie that that came out of it. But they're both great. I I like I love Mildred Pierce. Absolutely.
0: Georgia, did you see the the one with Kate Winslet? It was like on HBO back in the days. No, I never caught that one. Yeah, take a look at it. It's is very, very different. At first I was like, ah, this ain't Mildred Pierce. But I had you know, you have to put your mind well, Norman, I, I don't know, did you... Sometimes I have to put my mind back in that time period and understand how parenting was different, being a single mother, you know, like, that's ubiquitous now, a single parent, whatever. But, and see, so instead of Dallas, guys, cl- the class system, you know, America, even though we broke away from England and uh, aristocracy, blah, 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 but there was still a class system, and we're going to get into that in Dallas, Stella Dallas because I'm like, you know, like now who the hell cares? But before we get it, so is there still a class system in America now? What do you think? The norm is shaking his head. But is it as strong as it was in Mildred Pierce and in uh, Stella Dallas? What do y'all think?
1: That's a tough one for me, Moya, because I, yes, there is somewhat of one. However, the lines have been blurred quite a bit more, not as much as there used to be. Certainly.
2: I think if you were to show up at like, you know, the four seasons or, you know, you you know, I don't know. I think it definitely still exists. Um, Not to the extent that, that we see here, I hope, but I'm sure, uh, there are some things that do not change.
0: <laughs> is it is it more of I think the elite, which is people screaming, Oh, diversity, diversity, which is very diverse. You know, before it was only one one color or one race, or whatever. But I think now it's the elite versus everybody else. So that's what I think the class system is now. And you to get in it doesn't necessarily mean is not is not about money anymore. Is about who do you know? Who are you connected to? So I think in that regard, I think that's the new class system, if you will.
2: I I think that this movie does it in that scene when she comes out in the terrace and she's looking for her daughter and she's wearing the, you know, the polka dot dress and the fur and, and jewelry and all of this stuff. And every face on the screen turns to look at her and gives her, a look and so the audience sees that and you understand that she's out of place so I think that there's still a code about how you're supposed to present yourself and how you're supposed to behave and how you're supposed to talk because she tries to tip the guy and <laughs> even that's a little ridiculous so I, I think that there's still a code in place about you know where how and you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to present yourself and what you wear and people will will look at it and and kind of put you in a in, in a box still i don't
0: know now i'm gonna get well anybody else want to say anything on that because that's a, a good point norman made before i chime in george i see you shaking your head yeah
1: uh, he said it very well well done
0: i'm gonna say I, now y'all agree or disagree with me because when i was looking at this even though so you know i, I people might say it's a der- i guess it's meant to be derogatory so she kind of looked like well you know people say a floozy or a bimbo it was ridiculous, like I said. She looked; she was a one-woman carnival show. But we all know people who dress like that, and in certain cultures, and I'm gonna say I'm black. If you don't know, I'm black. We would say, "Yeah, hoochie mama," <laughs> so and nobody really cares. But I got called, Georgia. I got called a hoochie mama one time. This was when I was in my oh. twenties. <laughs> Georgia was like, ah. Oh. No. Do you think I care? It, well, it's a long story. It, it, somebody was player hating. Let me just say this. I, I was on I was out on a date and somebody was player hating and they got back to me. I got called a hoochie mama, but that's neither here nor there. But anyway, let's, you know, let's go with that. So but in certain cultures, so Norm and Tom and Georgia, I'ma tell you, in in a black culture, I can't speak for any other culture, like the more flamboyant you are. They be like, yeah, girl, yes, queen, and you could be That's going good. to like a wedding or something like that, like, like, like. Okay, I'ma what Norma say. If you're going to the Four Seasons, okay, but this is so ubiquitous with people being extra, and then and if they know you got money or connected, they're not gonna say anything. They might laugh to themselves, but no one's gonna look like that. Because it's just everybody's so extra and over the top now. Do y'all know what I mean? I don't. I don't think yes. people really will care like that.
3: Like I just, I just keep thinking about that scene where um, when Laurel's a baby, and again, it took me forever to figure out who this guy was, but. The skipper from Gilligan's Island's dad. <laughs>
0: yeah, like is
3: visiting. Yeah, and like all those people are visiting. I feel like I want a separate movie where like Stella just accepted that those are the fun people. They will like love her like Herman and her like million bracelets. We're just we're just gonna hang out with those people from now on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Where you have good girls who wear bad clothes. You know yeah, exactly exactly.
3: <laughs> who needs the country club when you've got. You know, horse gambling in a chink
0: holder. Hey, go! It's the ruffles. So this is when we first see Stella. Look at the ruffles. Look at that. That's my shirt, man. Well, ruffles are her signature.
3: <laughs>
0: right. Ruffles and uh, polka dots. <laughs> so that's, a, that's when we first see her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh oh gosh, is it uh can y'all see it? Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. So this is when we first see her. <clears throat> and she's and Barbara aged some people do it, you know, they is it's so put on. But look how so it's the acting, even though they padded her up and they put makeup on her to age her, but it's the it's the true talent of her that she we see her age go from this young girl to like i guess maybe a late 30s middle aged woman or something so come back screen okay so this is when we first see her with the ruffles and she uh is trying to get the the rich guy to notice her and all that and so um and she i love how she finessed him so guys she got him on a rebound don't is that safe to say she got him on a rebound oh definitely yeah yeah Let's see. So here he is. Um, I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but he had a tragic event, and he's trying to escape, and blah blah blah. So <clears throat> let us talk about that for a moment. All right. I hope I'm not giving away too much. So he's type what y'all see on the screen, and uh, the people who are listening uh, next week. He's typing like a dear Helene, dear John letter, whatever you will, to the girl he was supposed to marry, and I'm sorry, blah blah blah. Okay, do you think that Stella actually loved, I forget his name, the husband? Do y'all think, he, or you just think she was mercenary?
3: Ooh. That's one of those things where it's weird. Like, I had trouble feeling bad for her at certain parts because I do think it was, she was just in it for the name and all that. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Her husband's kind of boring. You forgot his name. Like,
1: <laughs> <Right>.
3: <laughs> like, even some of the other people in this movie, I can at least recognize them as like, you know, the Skipper's dad or Scarlett O'Hara's mom. Or <laughs> like, no idea who this guy is. I don't think I've ever seen him in another movie. Oh my Just cardboard cutout of Stephen Dallas right. would have done the job.
0: <laughs> yeah, he, the and, and and I'm sorry, John Bowles. I think is his act his name, professional name. He, I don't remember. I don't. I think this is probably his best period. He was in a Frankenstein movie, Moya. I recognize him. Was he the monster? Franken- <laughs> because he's just his, who was he?
1: I can't remember the role, but I know he was in a, a early Frankenstein movie. I uh, yeah. I mean, he, he's been in a few movies. Um, but yeah, you're right. He's in a way a little bit nondescript in this movie. Yeah <laughs> And yes, his name was Stephen dallas, but <laughs> okay. you kind of forget that after a while
0: right, right, right Um, yeah, I, him as an actor. He was kind of wooden kind of stiff Tom to your point. Yeah, I can yeah. see that um Let's see so I want to go to what let's get to the part so she was a social class so y'all want to say she was look at this outfit y'all here we go with the ruffles here we go with the the tight curl. and look i took that wig off because i'm burning up i'm sweating i have like a pool a pool of sweat at my feet um <laughs> so those of you who can't see the audio listeners i had a wig on and i told you all that early but anyway okay i'm sorry i love this outfit what do y'all think
3: Oh, same movie. here. I love it. <laughs> like, unironically, this is probably one of the best outfits in the movie.
0: I love it. And yeah. th- was she putting on her best? So this was quote-unquote her best, right, to meet him?
2: Yeah, this is before she kind of goes, like, a little over the top. Like, this is still kind of restrained for her. Um, and it's very pretty. Right. It's very pretty. It's, right. very, it's, very pretty. It's, a, it's starting to get there a little bit, but it's... <laughs> It's in the period. It makes sense. I don't think if she was walking down the street, she would have gotten the looks that she would get later on. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see, you can see the, the seeds of what would come. You know, you kind of see where it came from. You kind of see uh, where she's going with this.
0: Okay, let's let's look for another outfit. Let's go to where the skipper's dad. So his name is Alan Hale Sr. Right? Yeah. Correct, yeah, and guys, I did y'all catch this. So he was the one his, uh, who first corrupted, if you will, Betty Davis and um, with Leslie Howard. Y'all know what movie I'm talking about where she uh died of consumption. What's the movie? I always say it, yeah.
3: oh, of human bondage.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you, Tom, because you are like a machine, thank you, like a, a Google, a holly, old Hollywood Google machine. So, um, yes. So he, he always played like that kind of guy, you know. But <clears throat> I don't, he's kind of burly to me. Like, I don't, I'd have told him no thank you. But <laughs> I guess back then, you know, women, you had to get what you could get. But um, so, yeah, he, he kind of did the same type of deal in, um, of human bondage. So let's see. Let's find the other um when she meets him. And, you know, guys, I wonder if, if Barbara let her, cause what she's from New York, well she's from Brooklyn or something, you know, you could hear that accent in the movie as opposed to her other movies where she had to turn it off. And I was like, there she goes. She she she's calm. And I hate to say it like that, but that's, that's what, and and Norman, who was the, the author of the book? um, The name, the, the Olivia, what's her name again?
2: Olive Higgins Prudy, who also wrote now Voyager. Um, she wrote quite a few books. This is one of the, one of the other ones that became a movie.
0: Okay, so I don't remember if we did now Voyager yet, Georgia. We have to go back because we've done so many. Um, but if not, I'll do it again. <laughs> Cause, but we honey, haven't done it. Oh my! What is what is going on with us? But anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead on and uh, do that one. I, I kind of wanna. Um, I kind of wanna. <sighs> Read the book first, and then go look at the movie. So, well, I already saw the movie, but just go back and look at it. All right, let's find some more clips. I'm gonna stop here for a moment, and Marjorie maine one of the best character actors, she's back here, played playing. Y'all kind of sort of played the same woman, but when I saw, I forgot she was in this movie, and I wish she'd have had more scenes, but she was just coming up, you know. But um, what did y'all think about the family dynamic? that effect that that had on Stella. What do y'all think about that?
1: I think she felt hopelessly locked into this very dreary lifestyle where there didn't seem to be any hope for any advancement. And they were saying, you know, like, this is who we are. And, uh, you know, there wasn't any, she didn't feel too much
0: hope. And she felt like this was her ticket out of there. It was too.
3: Okay, but here's the thing. I love this outfit too.
0: Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with this, right? This wouldn't this be appropriate?
2: No, absolutely. It's totally cute. You could see Ginger Rogers wearing this. You could see anybody wearing this at any point in time. Um, you think her you know her hair is just getting a little tighter, maybe like you can just see like she's starting to get like a little and I think in this scene, he edits her outfit. Like as she's leaving to go to this swanky event, the husband tells her, like, ditch the earrings or get rid of something, it's a little too much. And, and you can see a little bit of friction there, but I, I he's sort of trying to have her, like, tone it down a little bit. And so this is her toned-down look um, after he's sort of given her some editorial uh, commands.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he sure did, yes. So, oh, Lord, I'd like to see what she had on before that. I guess she had a full, had full damn ostrich on her um, before she came <laughs> out. Yeah, he sure did, okay, so there's there's Alan Hale, Alan uh, Alan Hale, seniors, skipper from Gilligan's Dad, like Tom pointed out, and they they go there, and so this is where we kind of see where the class lines are being blurred, um, if you will, and because he's a he's a gambler, right? A book a bookie or just a gambler or something like that? Because he's not a blue blood.
3: I was gonna say I think he's a bookie, like a bookie for the like blue bloods.
0: And you know that's some bull. Now they'll bet with you, but they won't eat with you. <laughs> they won't eat with you. So, you know that there's the hypocrisy of it all. But um, yeah, so this is when they ride riding high. So let's um, let's get some more into. Let's. I'm trying to find the um, the favorite fashion outfits with her. So let me try to find. So if y'all know a scene that is your favorite scene, let me know. Um, and I'll find it. Certainly we gotta go to the to the last one when she puts on the whole dog um, and embarrasses poor Lolly just almost into the grave. Let's see, let's do this
2: full screen. And... I also love the scene when she's meeting the new or soon to be new Mrs. Dallas. And that scene where the two of them are on the couch and she's wearing this ridiculous like crazy coat. Um, by contrast, the other actress is just wearing this lovely simple hi- dress.
0: Oh yeah. I that yeah, I love that as well. Okay, so here's my dress, guys. And my <coughs> lord, it has the she just giving it to us all at once. It has the ruffles and the big polka dots right there. And okay, now is this appropriate? Now okay, now look at this lady, even though this lady is older than she should she Stella, be wearing this or, or, or is the movie telling the, uh, she's evolving into this? No, nah, I don't, don't want to say floozy, but you know, she is in her mind. This is like high, like she has the best, you know, style, but is is this getting into floozy land or this is, this is okay.
3: Well, the thing about this scene to me is again, going back to the whole Betty Davis, Joan Crawford. Like, I feel like this is like, a peak, like, 1930s Joan Crawford-style role, you know, like, the girl from the wrong side of the tracks yes. who marries above her station. Yes. But I don't think, like, again, if you scroll back a little bit, like, Barbara's hair is a mess, and she looks like she's been up all night working on this dress, Joan would never be willing to play ugly for a movie. <laughs> Whereas this is the difference, I think, between her and Barbara's, like, Like, there. Not that she looks terrible there, but, again, Joan would have to have perfect hair... And pretend oh this I, I woke up like this like
0: <laughs> why was Joan like that my I have a theory but why do you, why was she like that why wouldn't she suffer quote-unquote for her craft why was she like that
2: that's uh Deep, deep deep subject. I, um, you know, I think she was just a, a product of that glamour factory. And I think that she got success early on with that look, and she didn't want to tamper with the formula. She just wanted to keep it going. Um, and didn't take that many risks although you know rain there's a couple of movies where she wears less makeup like there's one stolen cargo or something where she wears very little makeup but she's still beautiful and glamorous and i agree with tom she would never she would never have played a human bondage she certainly would never have played stella dallas um but thank god there was barbara Streis- uh, barbara stanwick to to do it
0: right we're absolutely... guys do you know her um I know Tom is new to Barbara, but do y'all remember, she did kind of a similar character in So Big, because they, they redid So Big, but she she did it in a, probably around this same time, maybe a little earlier, where she plays this, almost a similar character, ages. I mean, all of a sudden, it's her and um, uh, Ralph, I, I forget his last name, I don't always remember people's first names, but anyway, and she she probably was the same age with the guy who wound up playing her son, where she's this farming mother and she um, sacrifices, again, everything to see him go and be his doctor. And then he comes back and he kind of high hats her. So if you haven't seen So Big, she almost does the same thing. But it's, it's a totally different take on it. But, yeah, so she didn't mind aging herself up and, and looking. My theory with Joan is after knowing her background and he had a lot of trauma and, and being poor. And, and I'll kind of blame Joan Crawford. Like, I was poor. Ain't no damn way. I'm going to play poor, so I kind of I kind of get her on that, and I think that's why she and Betty, you know, Betty didn't really respect her craft because she was like, well, if you're an actress, it doesn't matter. you know, you're gonna play that role. so so but um, I, I get that, I get that.
2: Um, also in So Big, Betty Davis is in that movie, and she plays the girlfriend of the son. Oh my um, gosh, totally and, Yeah, and she plays a very sophisticated sort of artist, fashion designer or something from New York City, and she's quite glamorous, and the scenes that they're in together, um, Barbara and Betty, it's very interesting, the two uh, in there.
0: I totally forgot that guys okay so y'all we all s- spoiling a lot of this for you there's the birthday party the birthday party from hell
3: i was gonna say this is where it gets real <laughs> <laughs> like i feel like and again i'm sure you all feel the same way like every like traumatic event that happened to you in middle school just like comes rushing back to you during the birthday party scene <laughs>
2: And there's that dress that, if you look back at Mildred Pierce, it's very similar to the one that Vita refuses to wear from the store because it smells new. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she has the the big bow. I guess that was the thing the girls wore at the time. And um, here's, here's Barbara. She's um, aged a little bit because, obviously, Lolly is growing up. And, Tom, to your point, I, y'all, I was so triggered. By this freaking scene, because I've been there. Like you've thrown a party, and well, people come to parties late, but like, like you tell people, like if you want them to get there at ten, you better tell them it starts at nine, because they're not gonna get there till like eleven or twelve. Way well, in my world, and so you're sitting there with all the food and da 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 and drinks, and and here they want to, then they, then they don't want to leave, you know, once they get <laughs> once they get there. But yes. Tom, I was super triggered, man. Yes. Oh, it was so I was just, it was so sad. Oh my, that poor little girl.
2: And look at this getup that mom is wearing for the party. This is where she starts definitely defining, I think, her look. <laughs> you know, that's starting to go a little bit, <laughs> starting to go a little bit Stella Dallas here. Um, you know.
0: It's one of my least favorite looks, but... <laughs> I still like the effort of, of course, I love Pearls. I, I, like, so how old is she supposed to be here? Is she maybe supposed to be in her 30s, I guess? Late late 20s, early? She got to be in her 30s, don't you think, the character?
2: The actress, she's only 30 at this point in, in her actual age, but I guess she would probably be about 30 as well if... if you know, maybe a little bit over if Lali is like 15, you know, I guess she got married when she was about 20. So that okay. makes, makes sense. Maybe she's like 35-ish here. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I don't you think this is a little matronly? I thought it was a little matronly, this outfit.
2: It, it's something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because again, this has come up in the UFH as a, like a topic of conversation before, like how it seems like people used to age faster before, like say, like the 1980s. Like, yes. I like I'm thinking about the scene in Mad Men where um, Betty is like having this midlife crisis because she feels like she's over the hill and she's like 32. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. but but fellas, for women and we ain't going to go off into the ditch with that you all that you start you you start smelling up the the, the grocery aisles after 28 it's tw- really 25 28 all right hello expiration date i'm telling you so and like i said it's, it's kind of cultural you know because like i said in a in a, in a black world I'm a child you still dip like when gonna say you still dipping and doing but Unless somebody has some beer goggles on. I mean, men, you know, y'all, it's like blood in the water with sharks. I mean, y'all are attracted to youth, and it is what it is. It's just nature. You can't beat nature. But you are so right. They did look. And maybe was it the depression? Because, you know, times are really, really hard, and you had to really have a hard scrabble. So I don't know the lifestyle, but, Tom, you're right. I don't know why people look so old back then. You are so right. Okay. Let's well, I think
2: also the fashion icons of the time, like regular women, would look up to sort of like those matrons, those New York matrons and what they would wear. And so they were like modding themselves on older women. Uh, and it wasn't until you get post-war that you get this. You remember beast,
0: that
1: big watch and
2: change? You know.
0: Yeah, I can, I can see what you're saying. Um, and the bags are kind of covered. But here's that dress again. It's is
3: terrible. The... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think this is kind of where uh, she crosses the line. Like, she's wearing this to go to the grocery store.
0: Like okay. mm-hmm. That is so funny. I, well, obviously, I love the dress because I have the damn dress. <laughs> so I'm not going to talk about
3: it. I mean, I feel like with this dress, it's time and place. Like, yeah
2: well and the movie also makes a point to say that she does a lot of her own clothes and she does a lot of ann shirley's yeah, clothes and so she's adding she'll buy a dress at the, the store and add you know a couple of doodads on there till it's just right for her so you can see that she's really gone to town yeah with some embellishing here
0: yeah that's true that is true that's so funny and the polka dots get bigger. Like everything gets like <laughs> as the movie goes on, everything gets more and more of a, the top. Georgia, like when we reach middle age, or does it? Or is it like it just, it just it's just is per woman? Do we get more ridiculous in our garb, or is just it just really depends on the woman. Like you know, because I I think some women. May have something to prove. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, it just depends on the woman.
1: Yeah, it really does depend on the woman. But you know, I think after a while, you feel less free of uh, social judgment, and you just pretty much want to wear whatever you want. You know, whatever makes you happy and what makes you feel good. And I think that's really uh, her self identity and her personality that she had shining Let's through. It's not because, to get nervous. You know, it's that. the most knows. terrifying
2: thing we'll do. She
1: she knows exactly what taste really is because have you noticed she so even though she has become married and has more money she still sells all of her own clothes and her daughters too and you notice the daughter's clothes that she makes for her daughter are not as over the top like hers are she makes for her daughter to enter into a society you know when they're unpacking that bag her clothes are very refined and they are not so excessive like hers are so
2: I love that um there's even a uh, the the new Mrs. Dallas even comments like what a beautiful dress yeah and well oh, my mother made that and she's like you're so fortunate to have a mother that can do that and the dress is perfect it's like it's a lovely little dance frock for a, appropriate for a 16 year old girl it's little white organdy it's mm-hmm. so so Stella doesn't she's not completely tasteless she does have an idea of what looks good but when it comes to her own self, she's not able to see herself very clearly. She's not able to edit herself. Um, and I think that's what makes the flaw so endearing that she just doesn't see that, you know?
0: So here we are with the whole shebang-a-bang. and all her... She's like, she's like freaking Minnie Mouse, and I love it.
3: I, I was going to say, you beat me to the punch. This was like <laughs> my first instinct when I saw this outfit.
0: <laughs> I... I I would never wear it. I am not that bold. I think it's hideous. But I respect her game. I truly... Because like like Coco Chanel said, before you leave out, look look at yourself in the mirror and take one thing off. This broad, put the whole trunk... Like she just ran in her mirror and did like Wonder Woman and ran out. Well, we saw her getting getting ready. And I was like, oh my... So guys, even though I had seen this and we're running out of time, I had seen this movie before, but it has been a while... At first, I thought, is she doing this on purpose to distance herself from Lolly? Like, why, why is she doing this? Then, you know, the movie went on, and no, she wasn't. No, she, But she, this was. she thought she was the limit, the cat's me out, if you will. But it's so awful. I just, oh, my gosh. And I feel bad saying that because I've worn some horrible clothes. But, <laughs> oh, Omar Khayyam, guys, before we get out of here. He did the um, the costumes for this. And so you really, in my opinion, have to be like a fabulous designer to do bad this good. Because, I mean, it's just it's a lot.
2: Let's see what else we got. Let's see. Yeah, it is a lot. I wonder
1: if he was afraid of ruining his career after doing the costume design for this movie.
2: Well, and I think that, you know, you did other costumes on the other characters, like the, the new Mrs. Dallas is always, you know, perfectly put together, and Shirley's character is perfectly put together. So I think that, you know, there's a contrast there. You can really see that in the clothes. And so um, he, he was good at both, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, like
0: yes. I said, I, I think, agree. yeah, I think the guy just... He understood the assignment. We 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 gonna give him that one. Okay, so it's look building at this the one.
2: character through clothing, which is which is fabulous. And this is the scene I was talking about where she meets the wife. And look at this coat. Look at this freaking coat. This is crazy. It swings. It moves crazy. The hat is so sad and wackadoo. And when <laughs> she sits on the couch next to the, next to Barbara O'Neill, it's just what a contrast. Yeah.
0: Um, shoot. I'm going to get back to that, but I want to play this scene because I was like, damn, this is social media before social. This is getting canceled before that was a thing. So they're on the train and poor poor um, Lolly and, 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 and um, Stella here, themselves getting canceled. And, and it's, it's, I was just my heart was like on the floor. I was like, "Dang!" And you know, nowadays these poor kids—they'll do something drastic if they heard that. You know, let's see. Wait, let me go back a little bit. Yeah, here they go. And I don't fault these teenagers. it's teenagers. You know, that's what teenagers do. And look, she looked—she looked at a hot freaking mess, man. Okay, let me play it. Sorry for all the hopping around.
1: Yeah, girl. No, but just as I was
0: leaving, I met Ethel. <laughs> oh, I can't get my breath. <laughs> but I want to tell you what Ethel told me. Do you remember that funny little woman crading
1: around the grounds this afternoon? No, I didn't see her, but Joe was... If you too. didn't see her, she can't be described. You
0: wouldn't believe it. I'll tell you, she was quite a number. Dresses up to here and paint an inch thick. And bells on her shoes that tinkled all the oh, time. not bells.
1: And braces up to here that clang. You never saw aside. Anyway, do you know who she was? Who? Laura Dallas's Laurel Dallas' mother. Laura Dallas? Why, I can't
3: believe it. You mean that pretty little girl Dick Grover has been rushing? Yes.
1: Didn't you know her? But are you sure? She seems so lovely and sweet. I know it. Isn't it weird? To have such a common-looking creature for a mother? Mm. Poor thing. Poor nothing. She's wearing Dick Grover's fraternity pink. She won't be wearing it long, I'll Not when Mrs. Grover hears about it. The bags are pretty, ladies. Oh.
0: My gosh! <laughs> like, that's like the worst thing in the world. Wasn't that horrible? I mean, like I said, they were being teenagers. It wasn't, you know, wasn't it? Oh, that was too much.
2: See, but Barbara makes you believe this. Barbara makes you believe this. I mean, it's 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 so sentimental. It's so you know full of you know pathos and whatnot. But I believe her. Yes. I you know I believe her in this scene. She breaks my heart.
0: Yes, yes, and we're not going to tell you for those who haven't seen it what happens after that. But it, it, it get is you you need Kleenex. You need from this point on, you need Kleenex. So um, let me quickly find what you were saying about that out the next outfit. What um? Okay, well y'all can see what happened, but there's another point to that. Okay, so let's stop it right. Cha now what kind of coat that looked like a skunk, y'all. I'm sorry. I know it wasn't a skunk. <laughs> what the hell kind of fur was that? What was that? Do y'all can y'all guess? Them. <laughs> I, I think
2: it's a faux fur, but then it would have been considered a fake fur, okay. Which would have been a little tacky. You know what I mean? Okay. Um <laughs> it, it didn't have the same. You know, faux fur is like de rigueur now, but then a fake fur was kind of tacky. And look how it moves. It just moves in such a crazy way, too. It, I think <laughs> it's genius.
0: Oh, my gosh. <sighs> okay. Okay, what about the hat game?
2: The hat. The Let's hat. Let's talk about the hat.
0: Yay or nay?
2: It's sad, sad, sad hat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> i agree it's so askew it just completes the total comic effect of this whole thing it's so
0: sad you're right so a Minnie like, mouse uh, is gone to a funeral is what you're telling me
3: and the, but here's the thing the best part is is we're watching these scenes in isolation and they're hilarious but when i was watching this the other day it was like i was like this close to just like bawling my eyes out <laughs> and that's i think a testament to how good an actress yes. barbara Stanwyck is right
0: yeah absolutely Absolutely, y'all don't get mad with me. I love this outfit. <laughs> just, I told y'all maybe I thought I was about to say a reform hoochie mama, but maybe not. Like it's, it's, it's a, I'm a latent hoochie mama, a floozy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. But I love it because it's ridiculous. Now I will wear this to a funeral. I, I think I've seen people wear this to. Till- so this is a church lady hat, like black church lady hat. I've seen this hat. So, and if I said this lady name, like, I don't know if she's dead or alive, but this woman, they would stop singing and stop preaching when this lady would come in with these freaking hats. So I'm used to these hats. My aunts, they would wear these hats. So I love this hat. I don't know about the, the coat might be a skunk or a possum, like Georgia said, but I just love the, the guts to wear this. So I would totally wear this to like, a funeral and stop the show make the dead come to life and wear this damn outfit so i'm no i know y'all don't approve but i like this outfit so we're gonna scoot along because we run out of time and and um and so we didn't so let's go to the part where where y'all was saying where she's sitting on the um sofa with the uh the the new lady Now, her and the lady, you got to assume they're around the same age. Uh, uh, do you think the lady is, is a little older?
2: I'm assuming they're about the same age. I'm, I'm assuming they're contemporaries.
0: Okay. And so tell us about what, what we know this scene is on purpose as far mm-hmm. as the, the clothing. So what do you think? Are, are they asking the audience to to judge... What do y'all think the purpose of this scene is besides the dialogue? But what do y'all think?
2: I mean, it just shows you the difference in the characters. The contrast is so there, and it's it's. I think people need to see the scene. Like I, I, I agree. It's it's a tear jerking scene. It's it, the the I the the comedy of the outfit is so undercut by what's happening in the scene. Yes, that. Yes. You know, it's hard to parse those two separately. You know, I just think it really needs to be seen. It's it's so powerful, and I think this choice of costume, because it's so kind of funny and over the top, next to this restrained, elegant lady, says mm-hmm. uh, a lot about what's happening in that scene.
0: I totally agree with that. That's a really, really good eye uh, for what you're saying. Um, and so I, like I said, I hate to spoil stuff for people, but this is a pivotal scene in this movie that you have to, um, you, you don't, don't gloss over it. Uh, because that's when you get into the true character and nature. Cause Stella was so misunderstood and, and, um, her whole life is, uh, should be called I've been taken out of context. That could be the next movie. I mean, cause that could have been the name, the name of this movie <laughs> or the book. I'm, I've been out of con taken out of context because, but to, to Tom's point early on, did she bring this on herself? Did she, should she have stayed in her, her class? You know, did she not have a right to inspire?
3: It's one of those things, too, where it's interesting. On the one hand, again, as the movie goes on, I feel, again, more and more bad for her. Because on the one hand, like, she definitely was marrying solely for money. But the thing I think, again, especially going back to the scene, makes me realize is, you know, the new wife. like In any other movie, she would be just, this, you know, scheming, judgmental, you know. But, like she recognizes that stella really hasn't done anything wrong except be tacky like it's repeatedly said through the movie like stella does not drink she she like she hangs around some sketchy people but she does she hasn't actually done anything wrong you know what i mean except be absolutely. a bit extra
0: absolutely absolutely and just now look the scene on the train with those two old biddies, and, and and I like y'all said, we believe. I, I this movie was so believable. I I believed everything. It like it could have really happened, you know, because you know Hollywood could just be too fantastic. And you said so those two old ladies should have mind their business, but no, that would truly happen when they saw her and um Alan Hale's character um Mun. You know, after they played the little practical joke, and they did look like they were you know drunk or whatever like that. No, they shouldn't have gone back and told. But I mean, but it's a different time, and her daughter is running with a different class of people. And what we said earlier is about who you're connected with. So it, it she she just had some bad breaks, you know, to to your point earlier. Um, and so this is the outfit where she's seeing uh Lolly off um to go by her pops, and this is a nice outfit. Again, I love how they stuck to her, like you said. The clothes were a whole separate character in the movie. The the clothes were, there was its own character. But they kept to her. Look at the hat. Back with that Reese's Pieces cup hat. I love it. The gloves, look at the gloves. Perfect. I I, I like it. I wouldn't wear it, but, but if somebody wore it, I would love it. Let's see what we have. And let's, I I hate, I don't want to go to Georgia. Should we go to the end? I hate spoiling it. I'm not going to go to the end because I don't want to spoil it.
1: Yeah. The only thing that I wanted to say is did anybody notice in the final scene that the movie starts where she's standing behind the fence and it ends where she's standing behind
0: the fence. Oh, wow. That is
3: so I did not notice that actually. I love
2: that. That's
0: super deep, man. Oh my gosh.
1: Wow. Behind and watching, yeah, the the world, the rest of the world that she's not a part of play out, or with the world that yeah. she wants to join, or had aspirations to join. I don't, it, I don't know. I just kind of looked at it like the way maybe.
0: No, that was perfect. That, that is, is perfect. That's yeah. I didn't get that. Well, guys, we are um, out of time. I th- this hour and some change flew. Um, I just can't thank you all enough. For Norman and Tom, um, and we were behind the scenes coordinating. And we all have never met. We just been D- DMing each other on um, on Facebook, and this couldn't have gone any better if we had been planning like months and ahead. Um, thank you all so much. Oh,
3: thank you. This was a who <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having us, and hopefully we'll be back soon.
0: Oh, any yeah. time, any time. Um, and, and
2: if you're now a Voyager, I would love to be part of that one. That's one of my favorites of all time.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Um, yes, let's yes. do it, guys. Yeah, okay. y- y'all are welcome anytime. We can um chat after I end the broadcast. Um, so so don't go anywhere. Um, but everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of How Betty Davis Saved My Life, Life Lessons from Classic Hollywood. Stella Dallas is, and, and I, I found out there was a 1925 silent version with Ronald Coleman and another actress I've never heard of. Then, guys, Bette Midler did this in like the 80s or 90s. It's called Stella. So I have yeah. it saved. Did y'all see that? Oh, yeah. It's good. Is it good? <laughs> oh, no, don't ruin it for me! <laughs> she ain't no bab stanwick is what you're saying
2: it's great it's good it's it's sort of like you know i think this is a, a movie of its time period you know that okay. sentimentality it's kind of hard to sell to a more cynical modern audience and oh, yeah. maybe i'm more cynical and more modern now i don't okay.
0: know okay i i can see that um oh well i'm gonna look at it and then, you know I'll, I'll maybe we can do a a, a little quick maybe we'll I'll, I'll see if you guys are available uh Cause So we, I'm, now that we're trying to get our tech together, I'm going to start doing some more stuff during the week. So we'll, we'll talk um, in the back channels about that once we end the broadcast. But um, I'm definitely going to look at it, and you know, I'm going to talk, 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 talk about it. Um And so thank you all again, our special guests, um Tom and Norman from UFH. Um, and where can we catch you guys um, from Ultimate Fashion History? Is there anything y'all got going, any festivals or anything we should know about?
2: No, just just check out the channel and check out YouTube. Check out Amanda; you'll fall in love just like we did. Yes. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to keep that candle burning. Yes, uh, those episodes still offer a lot of interesting mm. information, and they're funny and they're fun. Uh, and definitely check us out on Facebook; it's a great community.
0: Absolutely, and and I like she's a, even talks about interior design because she did some uh, piece on, um, on some wallpaper recently. Um, y'all had it uploaded. Um, and i I am secretly obsessed with wallpaper I don't know why um, but I, and I don't have any in my house and I want some but I'm like have too much OCD like what to get but I love she does interior design as well so it's it's all things fashion which is absolutely fabulous Georgia our next movie is supposed to be I'm sorry Tom is there anything um you got going on you want us to know about or check out your page
3: uh, No, I think Norman basically summed it up
0: okay cool. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I don't know if you're interested, but I think Georgia, I, we have Footloose, so we going from one extreme to another. It's our, it's our next movie. <laughs> I've never and seen Footloose. Is it true you've never seen
1: Footloose?
0: I was like, in maybe elementary or going to middle oh. school when, and that's and it just I didn't that was like didn't even register with me. But my friends had seen it. Same. I don't know what the hell I was looking at. I think I'm looking at cartoons or something. So that seemed like that was like too adult for me. So I don't know. And I know it's not like an adult, you know, movie. It's a fun movie. So yeah. I, so I'm a footloose virgin. Just like, what's the This is the last movie we did and you hadn't seen it. I'm like, what? Some movie we just did and you hadn't seen it, Georgia. We, we did it a few weeks ago. I can't remember. But anyway, so Footloose is our next movie. And we're also, of course, we're going to have Tom and Norman back. So guys. Thank you so much for coming. We were up against it, so I'm gonna, leave, I'm gonna give Shaka Khan a break this week. We will. So don't forget the audio of this will be uploaded um, next Saturday at 11 a.m. Our next live will be on the 9th, I think. No, I'm sorry, the 16th. I believe that'll be our next live. But you know, we'll let you know. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. I know we were a little bit uh, long this time, but we had these fabulous guests, and we had a Fabulous movie. We saw it for free on YouTube. But like I said, it's on Amazon. If you have a subscription, it's on Canopy, Tubi, and I think Pluto. Um, so please check this out. Hit us up on Facebook and um, also on YouTube and let us know what you think. For So I'm Georgia. I'm, I'm Georgia. I'm Moya. <laughs> I'm every woman like Shaka Khan. Huh? I'm Moya. <laughs> and I'm Georgia. And Tom and Norman, thank you again. Ultimate Fashion History, don't forget to check them out. We will see you next time. Thank you so much, audience. We appreciate you. Thank you. And that is it. We are done. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I know. Thank you guys so much.